Welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, episode 25 for the week of October 10th, 2018. Milestone. Yeah, it is. Or a, uh, you know, what are they, anniversary. Anniversary. Yeah, it's weird. It usually said the 25 is like the anniversary, then the 50 is the milestone. It's nothing. That's nonsense. Nonsense. But yeah, we're here. Uh, I am here with Aaron and Brandon. How are you guys doing? Yep. Yo, 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 we're here. And if you are keeping track and I'm playing at home, this is our second podcast in a couple days because we said we are going to be starting to have it on Wednesdays, not realizing how tough it is to get ready for these things (laughs) on a Wednesday when the books come in. But we're working on things. We're working behind the scenes to get the review copy. So if you're out there and you're listening and you have a way to get them to us, get a hold of me some sort of way. But here we are. We're going to be talking about four books tonight. And they are pretty much the big books of the week. Besides, I know. Do you think Spider Geddon is really that big? Do you think a lot of people uh, are talking about it? Because I don't, I don't see a lot of people talking about anything in general. Yeah, but. I, I get a kick out of the Spider events personally, but I don't think they're a big deal. They're just like a character. Uh, I don't think like the witching really hour. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to be doing some main books. We will catch up. Next week, we are going to include Spider again. We have a bunch of plans, the best laid plans deal. But we're going to start this right off with what book, Brandon? We're kicking things off with Avengers number nine. That's written by Jason Aaron, our team of David Marquez, Justin Ponzer, and VC's Corey Pettit. Uh, Jason Aaron must have been reading the Aquaman book and said to himself, I want me some of that because that's exactly what this is. So let's get right into Avengers number nine. Yeah, it's weird because this is very. I mean, Namor like himself. Kate Shark is yeah. crawling the. Uh, the yeah, cruise and, ship. and you do have. I mean, Namor is very similar to Aquaman anyway. Um, yep. But it just it does seem so much like everything we've had in Atlanta since at least the beginning of the new Fifty Two. Yeah. You if, know, if Aquaman had more of an edge to him, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, and I, I'm telling you, I like this enough. I, I thought it was pretty cool. Now I'm coming into it with the idea that maybe the Aquaman angle kind of that kind of helps me a little because I don't know a ton of Namor stuff. I haven't read a ton of Namor. So going into this big hole in my Marvel. Yeah. yeah. So I actually at least I can kind of grip what he wants. He is a man that is a man of the sea. And, yep. and if you go into the sea, you're going to deal with them. And he's so, not a big fan of that plastic garbage heap. No, he's not Pacific that, that garbage island. No, he's not a fan <laughs> yes. of that, I'm sure. Even though it seems like in this that he may pick and those kids at least that are with him, the kids of Namor or Atlantis here, uh, they might pick to live on Garbage Island before they live in Atlantis because there's trouble. Uh, it's weird, too, because we have this book that feels more like a Namor book, and then later we go into the Hulk that actually feels more like the Avengers. And and yeah, we talked about it before. This. Aaron said, I said, and you said that when we were reading these to get ready – this and the whole kind of do meld together. Uh, but I actually do like both. I, I like the team in this. I like what they're doing. I think that they have at least some quips for each of the team. But it does set up to be almost like, 
All right, Robbie Reyes, you do your thing. They even say it's basically they're lined up and like, okay, Robbie, go at it. And then Robbie goes, he he gets swallowed, you know. Then yeah. then you end up with Thor. Okay, Thor. Oh no, he's got a concussion. And in the end, it really is just a big battle with narration to kind of show you kind of where Namor is. And I, I think that's why at the end I kind of feel like it's more of a Namor book, basically, because it's it's Namor's, you know, narration yeah. throughout about and, and how he's dealing with it. And nobody gives a crap about Stingray, apparently. Like, no. That, that is... <laughs> no, Sting. Poor Stingray. Well, well, well Stingray, that, that happened after all this interaction with the Avengers, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Did yeah. It? And even, yeah. even then, yeah, because he kind of goes off. It kind of seems that the way the timing is. is oh, that, days earlier. Yep, yeah, I he's that there. The through. Avengers come down to talk to him. They don't want to fight, but Namor wants no parts of him. And then, you know, you end up with them fighting because they want to go and get those people that Namor had captured the last issue. They had taken in and they were going to have Atlantean law. And they're going to say, listen, if, if you do this, the world's going to come at you. And they're going to come at you hard. And we don't want this world war. We don't want Atlantis. And plus, look at you. Atlantis is, is a trash heap now. It's nothing. Your people are living in, in caves and things. So then at the end of that, yeah, uh, Aaron's right that by the end, when the kids leave, he, oh, I got to go get an army. He doesn't have quite the army yet. But, yeah, he goes yeah. to get uh, Tiger Shark. And the, the worst part is, is that you set up that that Stingray is Tiger Shark's pretty much brother-in-law, right? He's there. Yeah. And then he just dies. He doesn't care. He's just no, like, no. oh, well. But, but they established him as insane after yes. his treatment, though, yes. too. So, I mean, like. He's got that, I guess. Yeah, play, play it it, just seems, it's so weird to Isn't set it up. Isn't everybody's in-laws insane, though, yeah, really? really? Yeah, really. I know mine, what you're mine's talking. not, actually. No? Well, you're no, lucky. I actually have pretty good in-laws. I just have my a mom. My dad I'm, is completely insane. Yeah. But. <laughs> I, I think every everybody in my family is insane. Is it my in-laws? They're everywhere. They're, they're all insane. My, in, my actual uh, father-in-law is my wife's mother remarried. And this guy is like 900 years old and lies that he was in the CIA. And he never was. Nice. So it's always a fun time. with. But he walks around with the CIA hat that he bought at the mall and he oh, thinks yeah. that that's proof. That's actually proof to him in, in his know. mind. Uh, it's nonsense. But you, you it have... doesn't say female body inspector. No, it does not. Him. He's not part of the FBI. He's, it's a, <laughs> yeah, so you have the Avengers going down and it looks pretty cool and they start fighting off, you know, some Atlanteans and things like that. The Atlanteans use... And I, I do like some of this interaction because at one point they're fighting like, Thor, stop that guy from blowing that horn. He's like, in the name of Asgard, do not blow that <laughs> and then there you go and they have this whole deal like let's not kill anything because we, we don't want to cause problems but yeah Robbie gets swallowed by this big Kraken type deal and they fight but while this is going on you do find out the big gist of it is Namor is really mad because the first host coming down in the Celestials and all pretty much wrecked house it pretty much destroyed Atlantis yeah, like it destroyed, destroyed everywhere Atlantis. and the Avengers yeah. try to say Listen, guys, you know, or Namor, we had trouble, too. It's not just you. He seems like he's had enough. And then by the end there, you have the kids, these little kids of Atlantis that don't want to even be. And it's weird because I thought that they were going to leave because they were ashamed because the yeah, Avengers came. They couldn't breathe. Yeah, on land at all. it's so weird. Like, basically, did they not know that themselves or are they committing suicide? Because they, they end up leaving after, you know, you have Namor say, OK, listen, because Cap is the one. He's like, listen, Cap. 
Uh, we have a we have you know a background. I I you, I owe you some things. You owe me some things. So you get a couple seconds to talk. And he's like, we just need these people. They will face the you know consequences of what they did. But if you do it, it's going to be war. So please don't do it. And these kids are watching, and I thought that they were going to be like that. They were going to play the idea that they, oh, Namor isn't you know a king for us. Look at him. He, he let the air breathers go do that stuff. I don't know. They just leave because even he's like, hey, we'll go find some food. I'm not yeah, going to let you. It might be that it's kind of left up in the air why they turn their backs to but him. But even when really they they out. swim off, they don't look like look back at him in shame or something. They're just swimming off. Children, and I'm like, why? Why it's can't that like happen? It's like he spooked a bunch of babies. Deer yeah, and that doesn't happen at my house during dinner time. I say, uh, hey, guys, we're going to eat, and it's gone. I mean, already they're there. They're eating table. They're eating wood off the table. I can't stop them. But yeah. Now, I, I, I didn't read Secret Empire at all, but Brandon, you did. Uh, did anything yeah. happen to Atlantis in Secret Empire? Because there's these uh, helicarrier parts yeah, that are yeah. in the bottom of the ocean. I mean, not really panel. that I remember. I just think it's more of the pollution and, and and stuff going that overall destruction yeah. that's happened and that's, that's you know yeah and that that's what other. they kind of insinuated the children children yeah. were leaving for too, yeah it's weird in the narration and even there they're like hey uh what you you're living in caves and it seems like that too but the the thing that threw me though is that they're really going to commit suicide it seems because they go you know in the narration it's like they went up they're starving frightened tired of living in squalor well i don't i don't think that it, they were going to commit suicide because I, I think they it was the more of the pollution in yeah. the air. Yeah, it's weird. I don't, I don't think they didn't, knew about the pollution well, being that they, strong. And even that, that I, I just thought they it. thought of it as the air was actually just poison to them because they can't breathe air. It just but, was odd. And, and yeah, it's it's fuzzy. I want to throw another possibility at you. Oh, you think maybe <laughs> that uh, Namor was kind of poisoned by the celestial that. Film. Maybe it, it may be. They, they keep, yeah, he's keep, all black. They keep giving the close close up with his eyeballs, and they're all super dark yeah, black. Yeah, they are. And I'm not that experienced in Namor. No, to neither am I. Like that. we said, uh, the, could just just be armor's the, new, oh, I don't know. the only thing that, that that you have a couple things. The only thing that I would think, if that was the case, like why would they have him even recognize Cap? And why would he have him say, yeah, okay, you can talk? Like, bad with rage. Yeah, and, and, but he lets him, like, okay, Cap, you can talk. Cause that's, it's funny too, because you have all this, and it's almost like what happens in Hulk with the Avengers. The Avengers seem to set up every battle that they have, that you fight and fight and fight. Until the thing that you know you can do to stop the fight. Like, the whole thing in Hulk is the uh -huh. big bomb. Here, it looks like they know that if Cap talks to him, They'll stand down a bit, but they wait until all of the other things happen, and then, hey, Namor, stand down. You'll yeah, have to they face do, they me. They allude to at one point that he's stronger, and then yeah. they kind of hint that yeah, it's rage, Yeah, they do say guess, that. They say but, uh, that he's a lot stronger. Thor, especially, he's like, he, and, and really, to show that he almost smashes the hammer and says, you know, the hammer ain't no hammer that I know, and at the same time catches, you know, he does, I think that, Aaron, I think you're onto something, because he definitely is, they do point out that he He's a little different. He's a little stronger because at one point and in, in simultaneously catches the hammer and Tony's hand at one point and pretty much 
you know, almost crushes both. So that's a big deal. Plus you have, you know, She-Hulk comes down and hits and that doesn't take him out. So you, yeah, yeah I, and I the think the last that, panel, it's not like he's hanging out in good company at the very end. No, there. no. And, and the other thing <laughs> is like his other thing big is like, how dare you, Black Panther? You come here like all your nonsense and you're going to, so you, there's definitely these histories they're pointing out that I'm not as aware of. But I think that Jason Aaron, he spells it out enough. But, yeah, I, I think that actually I'm a little more intrigued now that uh, Aaron said that because I do think that something may have happened with that Celestial coming down and they really do show him there. And it might be one of those, like, leakage things or whatever happened. But uh, yeah. in the meantime, they do take those guys that they that came down for. explain why the children turn away, though, Yeah, too. and maybe they're just, a, you know, and, and if you look, at least one or two do look like they might be a little scared or wary. And also, I doubt that what he's saying is all completely true. Because, you see, they go up and his narration is, hey, the children went up. They died on the poison air. The humans stood and watched and laughed. And I, I don't think that would happen. <laughs> I don't think people would gather to watch children, mer children or whatever, and yeah. laugh. I, I think that he might be a bit insane from something. And then the, the whole deal, which I thought was pretty bad butt, as we say on the podcast, but also <laughs> disgusting, is these guys are in those cells, and he ends up killing oh, them by, by poo water. He ends up yeah. sending seawater <laughs> up through the toilets. And Oh my, there, there can't be a worse way to die, it seems. Nope. They're dying That's the with worst. poo water. Oh, it's the worst. And then he says, you know what? All this is happening. Let those air breathers, let them have their mud and their dirt, whatever, because now here we are. We're the defenders of the deep. And you look and yeah, they're not great people that he's with. And no. not a lot either. It's, you know, basically this is to me, he's not setting up a team that's necessarily going to fight the world. He's going to fight the Avengers. Like, and now he's ready to, you know, take them on, I guess. And that's what it looks like, like almost like an undersea evil Avengers. But I liked it. I liked it enough. I, I thought that it was pretty cool. Aaron, you actually made me like it even a little bit more uh, talking about that because I didn't even I was so into this just fight. That I wasn't really thinking about, you know, the Celestials and things. And also, again, I don't know Namor so much, so I don't yeah. know how, you know, he would normally... He generally could be played either a bad yeah, guy or a yeah. good guy. I mean, he, he's definitely more uh, prone to flying off the handle yeah. than Aquaman is, for sure. And uh, I actually liked more of just the Namor parts over yeah. the Avenger parts yeah. on this issue, for sure. Uh, for some reason, the Avengers just fe felt a little off. Uh, yeah. I don't know whether it was influenced from uh, reading Hulk first. Yeah, or... that's like we said. I, it I does think they're of... just keep getting their butts kicked this week. I'm, uh, that's yeah, a little off. Yeah, and uh, they're a little <laughs> jokey. I mean, yeah, Thor has some funny moments and things like that. But uh, also, the the way these fights are set up, even in Hulk, you see how they play it. Like I said, eventually they get to Cap, but, but it's like, okay, uh, Captain Marvel, you're up next. All right, my turn. It's like they're all standing around waiting for their turn to go and it kind of is a little silly but uh, I, I really like the idea of that they're going to be keeping everybody out of the oceans throughout yeah. the whole world though yeah yeah yeah, no, yeah like i had cool. no shipping yeah whatsoever yeah no done. swimming nothing i mean they're yeah. gonna that's a pretty cool concept yeah it is uh, I, what what would you give it then Aaron? uh i'd 
definitely interested and intrigued. I'm probably going to go. The art was gorgeous. Though, yeah, I too. love the art. Probably, uh, <laughs> 7.8 because I got confused yeah. a couple times. I'm going 7.5, but I, I'm right with you. I I really I did like it. I just you know it, it's a setup issue, uh, but it it does look great. And I got confused at times as well. So yeah, I'm going 7.5. How about you, Brandon? Yeah, I'm gonna go flat seven. I I was a little lost at points. Um, I I w- was just trying to look up you know why Atlantis is, is kind of destroyed. They do hint that um. Possibly uh, something from Wakanda, maybe so they yeah, took down so that's that, what that it seemed to be. Yeah. at the end. Yeah. Really's got him over the edge. So, um, yeah, you know, I, I definitely want to see where it's going, though. I'm excited for the next issue again. Uh, I'm happy we're yeah. past this BC treading water Avengers nonsense I was looking forward to at one point. We're moving on. Yeah, to I'll something. tell you, I actually, I don't know about you guys, but I'm actually more intrigued with this with Namor than I was even with the the last host and the yeah. first host and yeah, the middle it's, host. It's a better, it's a better. Um, I don't know, like you kind of seems like it matters more. Yeah, yeah, that's I'm with you. Yeah, it's it's more grounded. Yeah, that's it's it's more of something that's not just a concept that's just thrown at us. I I can go with this. So I'm actually got a lot more splash pages too. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. than usual. A lot instead of trying to. Uh, minimize a really big scene to focus yeah. on little, like the little, hand of the, the celestial yeah, yeah. or the face of the celestial. Yep. They're doing more of a, yeah, more yeah, of a, a, a field view. And I like yeah, that. Yeah, the scale tricks didn't work so well. In the no, last it didn't, yeah. especially in a team earth. book. I mean, you yeah. have a team book with all these people and you're looking at hands and smiles. I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need smiles. Uh, but yeah, we're going to move on now to the next book. And what is that, Brandon? Uh, that's Amazing Spider-Man number seven, written by Nick Spencer. Uh, our team of Herberto Ramos, Victor Alasbanza, Edgar Galdado, and VC's Joe Carmanga. Uh, latest issue of Spider-Man picked me up out of the Spider-Man dumps with a bit of a rebound. So we resume that story here, and Nick Spencer continues his attempts to go babyface after I was very convinced he was a heel. So let's talk about Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, it, it's... Seven. It's crazy. This is another one of those that maybe what happened with us is that, especially like me, I haven't been reading a lot of these, and then I jump on with Fresh Start, and Eric bailed. You know, Eric's not here anymore because of the idea that (laughs) maybe these first arcs of Fresh Start weren't really hitting that great. You know what I mean? That they just tried to start and they had an idea of how to start and be something where, like, even this book, yeah, you know, Amazing Spider Man, when it was really bad jokey and yeah. really like oh here's here's peter and he this and we got to get mary jane back so we're going to be goofy and we have the two spider-man all of a sudden if you would tell me like hey listen they're going to have a lot of spider-man you're going to have two spider-man in fact and you're going to do all this but just wait because the boomerang story with him is really going to be good afterwards <laughs> yeah. and it is i, I actually, actually really is. like yeah, it it actually is more almost like you say it's almost a grounded story like aaron yeah, said the last year Spider-Man in like these last no. two issues. Basically. And I like it. I like the idea of showing, you know, characters that aren't what we think they are. You think that Boomerang, he's a bad guy, but really he isn't anymore. And he keeps trying to tell Pete that he's reformed. And now we're seeing it. And just having Pete just kind of dealing with this and being himself and things like that. I really liked it. But Aaron, you tell us about it. I'm talking too much of that. My throat. <laughs> well, uh, starting right off. I was flipping through pages and now I need to get back to the front. (laughs) But uh, starting right off, 
Uh, you have a many, recap. Too many. Too many. Yes. Yeah. We we do get <laughs> a recap just at of the bar. Life. They're hiding behind yeah. the table. Yeah. yeah. They're getting shot uh, at. Kind of a little <laughs> jump skip from where we were uh, at the end of last issue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you know they're they're just going back and forth trying to dodge all these villains. Boomerang steals a gun from I don't know somebody I can't name off the top of my head but yeah random to Pete to help him out yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> pete switch switches that to stun and you know you, you got just the team fight with boomerang and pete fighting their way out of this bar of villains which is pretty cool before kingpin gets all mixed up he's yeah. got the secret comic book cameras you have everywhere in yeah. the world at, yeah. at any point when you need to see something yeah now um, did, you guys, did you guys did you guys like the kingpin parts uh did you uh, what I don't hate it. I think they're just like what's happening. A li- the one down thing I can say about this issue is they talk around things a whole bunch yeah. because they don't want to reveal, you know, everything this arc ha- has in store, obviously, in the second issue. But it's a whole lot of talking around things. And like, I want this item he has, but he didn't give it to me. So yeah. I'm going to do something now. And <laughs> yeah, the whole the thing between thing Boomerang and, and Kingpin. Yeah, because yeah, Kingpin wants Boomerang. Now he wants him in. You know, it was they, one of They still haven't really mentioned what this item is he has that Kingpins yeah. want so bad. You know, all, all that's kind of being a little vague and they talk around that stuff. Yeah. Uh, which is really the only beef I have with the issue. Cause other than that, I feel like the jokes are hitting yeah, uh, I think a little so better too. than they were previously. Um, you know, you I got a, Nick Spencer wrote Kingpin a lot better actually than Charles Soule has been okay. writing. Yeah. Kingpin. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, I, to me personally, because of just having so much fun with Pete and, uh, and Boomerang when we got to the Kingpin stuff. And I know that that's the major story parts. You know, I know that what, what he's doing is you're setting up Boomerang to seem like a good guy. In the meantime, you have Kingpin saying, I need this thing from my, and it's going to end up looking like it's going to end up. I still think that Boomerang's a good guy now, but I I think that whatever he has or did have or whatever is, it's going to look really bad once, yeah, once we see it. it's going to come around and bite him as yeah, soon as it, he, you know, starts putting yes, trust in I him. understand <laughs> how that's set up, but I'm having so much fun with Boomerang and Pete and even the part where, like, oh, no, I got to think because Boom, he jumps in front uh, of Pete yeah. and takes a shot for him. Takes the fire yeah. blast. And Pete's just like, oh, my God, you know, he did that? This is crazy. And then starts like, listen, the liar – commands that you stop and you know i'm the liar and and really your guns they'll backfire if you try to shoot at me because i'm the liar and all the villains just sitting around just like you think he's telling the truth this time like and the one guy it almost makes it seem and it made me laugh so much like that they think that pete should be opposite day like shouldn't he say the guns won't backfire and they're all (laughs) confused they're trying to figure it out and basically while they're doing that you then have boomerang like he throws out the boomerang bomb and it blows up and they get out but while this is going on i'm having so much fun and then it goes to the kingpin stuff and again i said i know that this is what's continuing the story and going with that but but it kind of threw it back for me and i'm like all right here we go and just the idea because i don't know that much about kingpin so he's yeah i know enough but he's just yelling and he just yells 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 and then we see what because we have the crazy and we said aaron you don't know who that is right that that's with him by the end no yeah yeah no idea neither of us can figure it out yet but yeah like uh Kingpin tries to get everyone the heck out of his office because he hears this voice and it definitely 100% seems like he's had encounters with this guy before probably prob- 
Yeah, well, in a previous form, he seems to know to form yeah, for this yeah. character, and he seems to uh, know like this guy means business. He, he's it, you know. My guess is it's Mephisto, but I I don't know. They, I mean, Mephisto usually is a little taller, and these centipede things and are Mephisto still a, still in jail in yeah, Las yeah, Vegas. He's in, yeah, yeah, he's in jail. So yeah, they have brought that up in a couple other books. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, we're just stuck here, kind of figuring that out. There's also a cool moment where. They flash back to Boomerang where he really spills the beans to Pete. You know, Spider-Man told me you're still hanging yeah. out with That's the all best these part. bad guys. That's and actually they were like that, yeah. decoys. That is the best part. I'm t- that might be my favorite thing of all this week in comics so far is that he has the robot versions and he's playing cards with them. And, and stuff. they're also cheating. Yeah, they're cheating. I love when he looks and he's like, boy, he was cheating. And then they're like, uh, uh, and they're, they're breaking down. Like, hey, Tinker, it's Boomerang. They broke down again. And he's like, what? I know they're, they're spoiling to rob banks and things but you know they were doing a little karaoke they're singing i really like here's a hypothetical thought what if uh what boomerang stole and the kingpin wants was the information on who Spider-Man was. It might and be. And Boomerang setting him up the whole time. It lying his ass off. Of it yeah, I, just, I just thought the, the... I remember all the way I'd from the sad. new switcher. It was yeah. something glowing green in a backpack. I just remember it was glowing. Kryptonite. So isn't there somebody <laughs> I mean, in this universe uh, that is against does look like a fat Lex Luthor. Yes, that would really he does. Kind of be full <laughs> yeah, I, I maybe I, I was really throwing off though too that when uh, that that villain whoever centipede yeah. dude is the human uh, centipede came in, I like he, to call he killed this killed kingpin's two uh accomplices yeah, there. Yep, yep. And I told I was like, what? They killed Wesley because it totally threw me off because Wesley's always with the king yeah pen. he's always there and he's, and he's done but yeah. he never mentioned them by name at all in this whole issue so i'm pretty sure either nick spencer forgot about wesley and just made him look like wesley yeah. or yeah. wesley's fine do you think that the setup too is these uh these robotronic guys like they'll end up fighting with pete and boomerang and the the other thing i'd like i love that scene i also like when they're in the bar and they're fighting off the people you know when pete even says with the recap like yeah they kind of had a spider-man you know trivia contest i did pretty well and people are mad here but i like the idea of they're fighting and he's like i hate to admit it but me and boomerang pretty good team right now yeah. we're having to and i really i had fun and then yeah you go with the kingpin stuff it's a little darker i mean you got the yeah. human centipede that never works out right yeah, and he's teasing him with the with vanessa who, yeah. who you know is obviously dead he he has this power to bring people back to yeah, life yeah. Do whatever basically crazy. he wants everyone's bowing to him and if not you know he offs them pretty quickly yeah uh so kingpin yeah this issue ends with kingpin taking a knee yeah. To this guy with this nasty centipede crawling oh, all over disgusting. him. I'll feel so stupid if we, if he is named somewhere and we yeah, all missed yeah, it. Yeah, we missed it. People <laughs> are like, you yeah, idiots. I but yeah. I, I don't think he was. I, I don't think that he uh, was. I'd have to look. But, uh, yeah, what would you give it, Brandon? I'm going 8.5. I really like the art. I'm a Herberto Ramos fan. Um, so, you know, I do like Ryan Otley. Uh, I don't know who I would say I like better on the Spider-Man book, though, because I did enjoy Ramos when he was with Slot back on the long run they did together. Um, and then the story. I mean, it, it's really I was I was a hater of the first arc. I, I still, you know, I, I won't say I suddenly enjoy the first arc now, but no. the, the last two issues have 
have rebounded this book into something that now, you know, I kind of look forward to the next issue and want, definitely want to keep buying. I agree. I agree. I'm going to give it an 8.5 as well. Uh, and I love the art and I like the art. The art has never been the problem in any of these books. It's just that story at the beginning. I just was not into it. Yeah. Now I'm into it. I actually really enjoy this. I really think that it's cool. I, I like the character moments and things and i really like boomerang i think he's hilarious and it's all working out and, that, and you know that it's it's going to end in troubles and it, yep. may, it makes I, me I so know. upset That's the one another mini complaint is like i just can kind of see how this is going to end at least for pete and boomerang you know yeah. what i'm saying and yeah. i'm sad about that a little yep. bit yeah so i'm gonna get an eight five how about you iron i think i'm gonna stick with the eight that okay. i gave last issue too i mean I, I I feel like I enjoyed last issue more than this issue, but I also uh, still look forward to the next issue just as much, though. So yeah. I think I'm just going to hang around at eight right now. I'm just really uh, happy that the the one one of the books that I wanted to start reading Marvel and do this that I'm actually enjoying now. So I I'm fully in. Uh, and yeah, I'm looking for the next one. Uh, the next book that we're talking about is. A big fight scene, Immortal Hulk number seven, written by Al Ewing and art by Joe Bennett. The Hulk looks to be the Devil Hulk, and it takes a bomb to bring him down. That's really all we get here with the Hulk and Avengers duking it out for most of the issue. And yeah, I didn't have a lot to put in my blur because not a ton happens here. Uh, no. There's character moments, and now, Aaron, you're you're gonna guide us through this because I don't know really <laughs> what to say about this, and, and I, I don't think it's gonna take long, but. Give us the gist of what happens here. Yeah, well, basically, we open up to this uh, family running out of their house or taking their child who's playing with his little Amigo action yeah, figures. Eric little Eric Shea. Shea. It is Eric Shea. It even <laughs> looks like him. I mean, if you want to know what he looks like, that looks like little Eric Shea. It really does. <laughs> and just as the family's running away, uh, Ghost, Rider's fuck, Ghost Rider's car comes just plummeting right down into their house, destroying their yeah. whole house. And uh, the family, you know, yeah, I don't think it's ghost right. I think it's just no. a dead person. It, it's weird though because he is on no. fire. I think that it, 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 it is Ghost Rider's yeah. car gets thrown into their garage. Yeah, it's uh, weird. There's another tr- truck there. Yeah, and the and weirdest later, later thing about on, it is when they say, "Oh my God, a flaming car with a with a skeleton in it." I didn't make yeah. the connection right away. I was like, that's pretty yeah, wacky. I, 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 I had to go back to it. Yeah. yeah, I thought that that was a little confusing. There's a bunch of confusing parts in this. I, and uh, before you go on, I think that one of my biggest problems with this fight and all this issue, we kind of go back to what we complained about in the Avengers before with the action getting very close up. A, a lot of stuff just like seeing Tony's face. The, the whole stuff with Tony and the Hulkbuster and getting ripped out yep. and shooting out. Yep. Exactly. I know what happened, but watching it art-wise got a little confusing. But, yeah. but continuing, when Black Panther jumps on him and yeah, then I, he gets shot off, I had no idea what happened until yeah. Black Panther tells me later in the story. Yeah, well, I, I uh, thought. That, yeah, I, I I thought Black Panther just jumped off, not yeah. got shot off. But then what they're saying in the the other part of the story is uh, when Tony Stark uh, launches off of his. Hulkbuster yeah. armor, his Hulkbuster armor explodes. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he got shut off there, and that's what he was complaining about. But it, yeah, it was I mean, confusing it, a bit. It was really confusing because uh, he rips off the Hulkbuster armor in half, and uh, Black Panther was on the back of the Hulkbuster armor, yep. and it sends a major shock wave through. Yeah. 
Black yeah, Panther that makes, overloads his suit. Yeah, and it, you know, all that that whole thing where they're but trying to make it vibranium. art with the <laughs> suit. That's the thing. Yeah, the vibranium, and then all the symbol. I'm like, I got confused. Uh, and I mean, and he even, must have hit it so hard it overloaded. It overloaded. Suit, that's I what I think. And and the thing about this is, I I have to say that if we had a vote for most unluckiest week. It, it goes to Thor. Thor yes. in both books that he was Thor in. Thor is on the CTE he got watch the list. Crap Next kicked time he out of him. The head, he, Holy moly! He's going on IR. He's going right into the tent, and he's getting sent into at halftime. They're just taking him out. He, he's yeah. in the protocol well, he, because he'll have boy. company because Luke Cage actually in his digital only is, he, is dealing he, with CTE well, right there now. There you go. There is <laughs> so, trouble. And Thor just got that the crap kicked out of him all week. He's like, got oh, a fractured skull at one. Yeah, eyes are bloodshot yeah he's he's <laughs> out like of he it. was crying yeah at one point he doesn't even know where he is he's just talking oh where'd that train come from but yeah keep going because really we're already halfway through <laughs> there's not a lot that happened in this especially what what gets me is this whole series we're obviously at issue seven and this whole series has been this really low-key kind of let's inter- introduce the green door let's get hulk let's have the the yeah. whole idea of we're not really going to show you a lot of the bruce banner brought by day hulk by night we're not going to explain that we're going to let it really sink in it's going to be a singular book it, it really felt like they were trying to and al ewing was trying to write this hulk as almost like a weird hulk version of an indie book in my mind yeah. that he was trying to make it like really like mine but you know you have to really think about it whatever and then you hit this issue and it is a brawl after brawl after brawl and what actually the 20 page brawl with a cliffhanger and actually yeah. that whole deal it threw me off a bit and it, it threw me off to the thing of like maybe they got to alan said listen you gotta get some action in here you, gotta, you know hulk just well, going you, you, you forget that uh uh Banner's dad is also inside him yeah, now, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which you get to see one little corner one panel. One little bit. With, with uh, Captain America's yep. shield. Yep. And you almost it, miss it. Yeah, and it's so weird that, yeah, like we've had this almost like, I mean, it really, uh, the books that we're talking about, like a Black Panther even, but this even reminds me of along the lines of at at uh, DC, almost like a Mr. Miracle tech deal because they were really trying to do some crazy stuff. And then here's a battle, and you're right, I'm right at that page where you do see the, his dad's reflection in Cap's shield, but it's just there and it really doesn't do much, but go on with it because yeah, they're they're fighting. Basically, Hulk punched Thor. Thor goes down. Captain America blocks Hulk with his shield because yep. it's vibranium. Doesn't overload his shield. Hint, hint. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Black Panther hops on, shocks Hulk, and then Hulkbuster armor comes down, Iron Man style. Yep. Blasts him a little bit. They fight. Uh, like Thor is concussed, like we said. Yeah, he's he's out of it. He's completely uh, out of it. The Hulkbuster armor lasts pretty much a second, you know, hits the super clap. Yep. And rips off his arms, starts beating him with his arms. Yeah. And, you know, that's when the Hulkbuster armor basically starts to explode and Tony launches out last minute style. Yeah. And even that, they're, they're yelling at Hulk at that point. Like, this is your friend. They, you know, we're not, we don't want to fight you like this. This is your friend. And, 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 and Hulk is out of hand. Yeah, and even when they're like, he's like the devil, he's like, yeah, I like that. I like that yeah. devil deal. And even like, oh, there you are. Hydra face cap. And he's like going on it, like talking a lot of crap. And then, uh, 
Jennifer comes and they're like, we. She looks like a monster. Yeah. Oh, she is. She's ugly. And and she the whole deal ugly. is, I do like the idea that they didn't want to have to have her fight Hulk. They even say that like, we're Thor's sorry, fellas. Yeah, and we're like, yeah, really, look at her. I don't think she looks like that when they're smooching. And he's like, ah, we're sorry, Jen, but you're gonna have to get involved. And well, don't forget, don't forget, we we got Miss Marvel here. She's uh, providing transportation. Yeah, she's doing transport. <laughs> she, yeah, she's the only reason she's in the. Avengers is because she's got wheels. Yeah, that's yeah. it. She's, she's got her uh, celestial Uber. She calls down the deal. Hey, Alpha Flight, get these people out of here. They're taking them out. And yeah, and the whole deal is uh, Jen and Hulk are going at it. And it's basically like a back and forth of, hey, listen, uh, you know, you're just like me. You're getting mad. Look what you're turning into. We're a lot alike. No, no, Hulk not. I'm not like you. And then Hulk Hits her probably across three Two states. Two miles away. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes to town and just smashes. And through all this, they're like, we're going to have to use the deal. And, and they have a backup plan. The Helios uh, yeah, laser. The Helios laser, called. which is basically a, you know, pretty much sunlight that sunlight, is in a laser. So yeah. And boom, it's going to hit them. And they don't want to – they're going to destroy the town. This is what I said earlier. Like Al Ewing seems to be setting up something here of a look at what the Avengers are doing. And oh my god, they're going to – almost like they're going to have to go to Congress and go – it reminds me a lot uh, – more of the recent Christopher Priest Justice League when they had yeah. to do some things. In that. But I don't think it's really setting anything up like that. Well, uh, well I – I felt I felt like they were fighting just outside of town, and when yeah. I turned the page to this Helios laser, I was it's like, the, "What? They just just it's right in the, the middle dead of, center town. of town? It's dead center <laughs> of town." And, and the best part is the after effects and all. It just is the town, the the lawn, and then the yards just outside. They're fine. It's just the town. And, and you even get that little bit where they're they're getting the people away, and there's uh, Carol and the little com- little Eric Shea with his dull eyes. You know yeah. that, that Eric has all the time. <laughs> hey, look, hey, look, what are you playing with? Is that a, an action figure of me? Yeah, it is. You're an action figure. I'm gonna have it when I go home. Yeah, I don't think I should talk to you anymore because you know you don't got to walk up to Miss Marvel and be like, "Say zucchini." Because they don't, they do not have the the thing. So their their home is done. And the whole thing with yeah. this is Your that toys are fried. Yeah, good. and Hulk seems to be fried, but then they start saying, you know, hey, you know how it is. We we just kind of took him down now, and he's just going to regenerate later. And yeah, and they keep going. And, and again, I really want to know more about the Banner's dead, the daylight, how this. And and again, they they kill the Hulk here with daylight. I mean, basically yeah, I sunlight. And I don't really get the whole deal with it. I, I, I don't really get don't get either. a full grip of exactly what they're saying. And I want to because I, I'm I, intrigued. I, I really does he come back spirit. out of this husk? Like, does yeah, he just it seems like he starts regenerating bones. From I guess this? that they gathered that up and then he starts regenerating. But the, at the end, the, what's the big reveal there, uh, Aaron? Well, they chopped. They chopped Hulk up. Yeah. So yeah. they they took those uh, those glowing sun discs. To keep him from regenerating, yes. chopped him up and then put him in jars. Yep. And so yeah. I'm kind of wondering if the, he's starting to 
turn this more to uh, a possession kind of yeah I, problem I, now in, where, in, I mean, like the devil possessing hulk yes because uh later on i just heard down the road they're going to be he's going to be going hell. to hell yeah that, i was just going to bring so it I'm wondering up if That's, he's going to be taking over ghost rider's yeah. spot in hell and possibly. that really seems like you know with the whole deal and them just out of the you know he's a devil hog a devil i like that and you have all these <laughs> they people. really they said that about 11 times this yeah issue. yeah devil. and it's really pushed and and i'm right with aaron that when i when they kept saying that I'm like, you know what? They just announced at Comic-Con that starting issue 11, which is not that far off, it's Hulk in Hell. So that mm. makes sense. We've had that green door. And if you look up what the, a lot of people mention green door and a lot of other literature and things like that, it is a door to hell. And then when I looked that up before and thought of it, there's even songs about it. I thought, well, that's kind of like two on the nose. It has to be set, but it looks like that's probably what it is. And that whole, that possession that we had before with his dad and also the, you know, the girlfriend of that one guy that ended up twisting her head around and dying. I mean, the whole book has been kind of this hellish possession type deal. So I'm with Aaron. I think that that's the case. The green, the green door is also a strip club in Las Vegas. Yes, it is. A it's a lot of things. dispensary in yeah. San Francisco. You can also look up, there's a really good song that I liked from the, uh, I think the early 60s called Green Door that I love. So, so, so quite possibly, Jim, you might be uh, right on the entrance of uh, seeing the darkening of the Marvel Universe. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, goodness. That's, what I, that's why I showed up. I show up and everything gets dark as always. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't need that. <laughs> but that it's this is intriguing. And I know that we got a little flack when this started where the Hulk book was it was a little tough to get into. So maybe this is kind of an editorial thing to lead to this Hulk in hell, but in the meantime, let's get the Avengers in well, there, let's have some fights, let's get some people on board. I can go with it, that. It's an earned flack though for for this book, in yeah. my opinion. Because because we're, you know, what, five issues, six issues in? I, mean, I can't even remember what number issues. this is. This is seven. But, and yeah, we're still seven. confused yes. on, on what are the rules and what's happening. I mean, it, we're huge I'm Justice League fans, but we're still confused on Justice yeah, League. Yeah, I, and I, I don't I, like that. I hate being confused. I, and this is the problem with me. I like Hulk. I like the concept of the Hulk. I want to read the Hulk. I want to enjoy the Hulk. I don't know that I'm in it to struggle to like the Hulk. Yeah, I need to yeah, have something grab me. And I again, like it a more simpler yes, Hulk story. And maybe like the problem is and, down for and me, so man. if you have long term and we had some long term Hulk fans that actually, you know, kind of gave me a little crap on, on Twitter. I understand if you're into the Hulk and you've been waiting for something that is being taken more seriously and not just a Hulk smash this and, and yeah. being the, you know, when he's on the Avengers, he basically like, Hey, you know what? We have a Hulk and that's all he is. Then this is great that, you know, now that's what this I think is for. But now it's starting to get for me again. I, I'm actually kind of getting intrigued. I'm getting involved because I think that where this issue is one big fight. And I, I can say my score is going to be affected by the idea that it is just one fight. But in the meantime, I'm kind of looking forward to see what happens because I think that that cliffhanger is really kick butt. 
Yeah, and it, was, like, it was one big fight with yeah. the exciting cliffhanger. And the exciting cliffhanger. And so I can still, though, I like the banner back and forth between the stuff. And But in the back of my mind, I'm sitting there thinking, like, are you just fooling me until you get back to confusing me later? I hope that <laughs> this is an idea that now he's in jars and they're going to be able to kind of step back and kind of tell us what's going on. Maybe, you know, this organization that has him knows more than we do, and they'll be able to kind of shed some light. Maybe they're this involved. This doctor seems like a chatty cat. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. He would be a guy who's like around the, the, oh, you know, we ended up doing this, that, and the other thing, and you you didn't know. And, yeah, I yeah. think that maybe we'll get some of that. And I'm looking I forward wish to he was that. vaping. When yeah, he really. rolls oh. up on this little little scooter, that little oh, be so great. scooter. <laughs> if they had him there and they're like, hey, buddy, you can't do that with the Hulk. <sighs> Not on my watch, buddy. I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> look at me. I'm a vapor. And they're like, Wait, okay. they get a look at me. <laughs> oh, look at me. And they're like, ah, leave the vapor alone. He's a douchebag. Let's get out of here. I'm allowed to say douchebag, right? But yeah, I did like this enough. But what did you give it, uh, Brandon? What would you give this? I went a 6.5. I'm, I'm just a little lost on how Hulk works currently. Yeah. So, you know, that affects my enjoyment. And then, um, you know, I didn't necessarily need a, an entire fight issue to get to a cool cliffhanger um, that I also still don't really totally understand yet. And, and it, it, that's coming, obviously. But, yeah. uh, you know, I, I still look forward to reading this book when it comes out. But I, I don't anticipate really um, – just an issue in the near future where all the answers are spit out either coming. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I yeah. think this is kind of a long, long form thing happening and we'll see what, what Hulk is left at the end of it. Well, I'm going to go, I want to give it a seven because I actually, especially when we were just talking about it, I'm going through, I'm like, eh, you know, I, I kind of had some fun and I, you don't learn anything. Uh, basically, they call him Devil Hulk a hundred million times. And knowing <laughs> yeah. that that whole deal, I'm like, yep, he's heading to hell. Uh, and it's an awesome cliffhanger. But the cliffhanger brings up more questions in my mind and, and questions about stuff that we don't know yet. And, and I still want to know what's going on. It, it kind of is, like Aaron pointed out, like the Scott Snyder Justice League that we're dealing with at DC right now in the fact that I hate an issue and more issues going down the line where you sit there and you're like, okay, I have seven questions that need answered. Oh, let's get to this. And instead of answering, you get five more questions. And I, But I still enjoyed it enough. And that cliffhanger was so cool. And I want to see what that means. And I'm telling you, Hulk in that jar, his head, he, he kind of looks like he's alive with that head. Like he's going to start talking. And I want to see what's going on there. It looks like a shrunken yeah, he head. He doesn't deal. look happy in that No, jar. he doesn't look happy. And he, he looks like, and obviously at some point he's regenerating a bit, but he's regenerating in pieces. Is that the concept? Like, listen, he's going to regenerate and he's going to be alive. But if we separate him, we can do this and whatever happens. But I, I'm into it. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go seven. And even though my heart of hearts wants to give it a 6-5 because it's a fight scene, and we even said some of the fight scene was even confusing, but for some reason, I, I really enjoyed it uh, more than when we talked about it this time than even when I, I read it. But what about you, Aaron? Well, I wanted to give it higher than a 7. Yeah. I really do, but I do have some issues. Uh, for one, they were talking up uh, She-Hulk in the Avengers book. Yeah. Last issue. And I was actually really excited to see this fight between yep. the two of them. And it, it, it 
turned into a whole lot of nothing because I, I mean they were saying that she's probably the most powerful one. Yeah, and all she's sudden, not no, now. Yeah, not a, she wasn't even close. Well, I mean, and she, it's one weird punch, too. One punch knocked out across two miles. Yeah, yeah. and it's weird and, because when she gets taken aback by that whole idea of oh, you know, you're I'm not like you, but it should have gotten her more angry, and she should have been more powerful, and she wasn't. But go on, I don't want to interrupt you. And then the the other other uh, knocking point in mine is uh, Miss Marvel. I mean, yeah, she's getting everybody out, but she's on the ship. Yeah. Before the laser goes off, so why was the laser even used? Really? I yeah. Mean, yeah, they could have just left. She, she should have at least given her, you know, shot at Hulk a yeah. little bit. Maybe swooped in because she could fly pretty fast. She could have swooped yeah. in, picked picked up uh, She Hulk, and they could have tag teamed her possibly. But uh, I guess She Hulk was too yeah. mind messed up. Yeah, she was from upset. Uh, Hulk talking crap. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna go seven. Okay. For sure. Yeah, yeah. The art, art is just gorgeous, and I'm super excited for this this Hulk chopped up into pieces yeah, and so jars, and and I really do think more information is going to be coming from this doctor. Yeah. At the end <laughs> I here think too, right. I, think I, that I, that's I really the thing. think he's he's one of those people who likes the sound of his and own if, voice. If he starts yeah, vaping he with the Hulk, it, it, then it'd be the best. If he's a vapor, he blows uh, it into the jars for the Hulk. <laughs> Yeah. Hulk's so, like, uh, not cotton candy. I'm a man. That's what he's going And, and the, the guy that is running this, uh, complex too that the doctor works yeah. for, he wants to create more Hulk yeah, he to wants take to make care a Hulk of the army. one Hulk that they have. Yep. Now that they have Hulk and Charles, do they really need to make yeah, more Yeah, I Hulk? don't know. So, uh, or is this going to be where he goes crazy and like, by the way, that army of Hulks, that, that was a cool, and now we have, the Hulk here, we can kind of go see. It yeah, looks we'll like he wants to be Hulk to me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and, and, don't and we an all? Overall concept too. <laughs> too uh, in Avengers, Roxxon Chemicals is the reason why Atlantis is getting yeah, really yep, mad. Yep. And in uh, Weapon H, Roxxon Chemicals is dealing with uh, the Hulk Hulk Verine. Okay. Too. So uh, the the head of the Roxxon Chemicals just sent Weapon H to this weird zone that they've been getting monsters no. and bone crushers and whatever. So I mean, it, it 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 might be culminating to something more down the line for the event that they were going to hold off for yeah. for a while. Yeah, so. and you really like Weapon H, right? I only see a ton. I, I love it. I love it. Oh, see, you're pushing favorite. that book on everyone. No, I want <laughs> to read it because favorite ones. every and, and time I, you talk about it, I get happy. fired up. I was not happy with the WMD storyline yeah. uh, that led up to that either. I was not digging that at all. And no. I was like, I'll give Weapon H one shot. And the art's been stellar the whole way through. The The story progresses every issue. It's not awesome. confusing at all. It's It's pretty much more like a Hulk issue than this issue is. Yeah, I'll have to check it out because I always, I do see you talking about it a lot. And I I just, I, I think that when we, uh, we were in the Slack and we were talking about sales and stuff and it actually selling better than, than I ever thought it would as well. The the first issue is on the app right now. Okay. So yeah, I should check it out. We're going to go to the next one, though. The next and last issue of the night is something that uh, I haven't been as positive about as everybody else that's been on the podcast, though I, I still think it's great. But uh, yeah. I haven't been as 
you know, gushing like Brandon over there. He drools. Yeah, every time I he do gets like it. this book. Yeah, he, this he is loves probably my favorite book. fresh start. Book. Yeah, I think that, that it's not. It's mine actually until this last week was uh, Iron Man, and that kind of went down. But it is Venom number seven, written by Donny Cates, uh, art by Ivan Coella, uh, Andres Mosa, and VCs. Clayton Cowles. And yeah, the, the big thing about it is, before I do my uh, deal, is obviously Ryan Stegman's art has been pretty break, much, yeah. you know, three quarters of the reason why I, you yes. know, we do love it. And without it, it, it still does okay. Eddie wakes yeah, up, Reed, Eddie wakes up in Reed Richards' custody. And no, not that one. But by the end of the issue, he's a bit more woke. It seems that the symbiote <laughs> is dead. Eddie has spent weeks running around the U.S. And he finds out that Flash Thompson is dead. And and really, a lot of this issue is kind of a cool way that Donny Cates is going about it is that they're, they're shockers, but they're more shockers to Eddie than, than anybody else because, you know, we don't know any difference. So when he wakes up in this facility, uh, he thinks that, you know, he's just been woken up from when he tried to kill himself. We even see them being taken out. They're, they're going and getting the stuff from the furnace when we had all that stuff happen the last issue. And uh, he just thinks that they went and got him. But as this goes on, we find out that that's not the case. And you do get a lot of talking in this issue. You get yeah. a lot of stuff with this Reed Richards. Yeah, and when you get the uh, reveal of who the villain is, you know he's up to more than just, you know, capturing Eddie for good means. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And he calls himself the maker, and and you go through, but uh, you talk about it, Brandon, because you are such a big fan. Yeah, well, I mean, this is a lot like the Hulk issue where we're just going to be stuck in one place for most of the time, and... Eddie is just stuck in this entire body harness. Looks like Batman's wheelchair he's currently sporting. Yeah. Um, and then he's just being taunted by this guy. He's like basically trying to get some info out of Eddie that Eddie doesn't have. Um, and then he starts filling in some blanks for Eddie. He's yeah, like, and basically oh. what happened and what he wants is whatever they got out of the furnace. They got that bit of yeah, uh, someone took it. The the dragon and some somebody stole it, and he they think it's Eddie. Eddie's like, how could that be? I've been captured by you. I passed out. I was a burn victim for crying out loud. And uh, you yeah. know I didn't do that. And Eric that's what, worst nightmare. It is. It is his worst nightmare. And and the whole deal ends up being is like you think you've been captured. That you know something's going on. The symbiote that you have it's kind of protecting you it's lying to you it must be erasing and i like that idea of that where huh maybe it's not telling you the whole story and oh no and you see that he pretty much killed a bunch of people rampaged across the u.s and then ended up at his father's house and you know that this whole deal with his father having another son and, and things like that but go on but yet it's it's such a weird deal the way he says uh, this but it does seem like they're after the parts of the dragon god from before yeah. that they the had. maker the maker is 100 percent after you know the leftover remains of the dragon god no yeah. yeah um eddie ends up realizing as, as this knife is thrown at him the symbiote is still stopping things you know healing him and, and doing stuff like that but he has no real connection yeah he to doesn't it. have like, a connection no we going on anymore it's just i and yep. uh yeah he even he says he can't that. hear it he can't yep. talk to it it has no personality he says the personality's gone everything's dead it's still there to protect you and kind of you know go but it's nothing you know you you pretty much yeah. killed it off and uh i do like it, it it's not confusing but 
you know, it really starts getting a little long-winded. I thought by yeah. the end about I was, I was ready for him to finish talking and tell me something I wanted to know yeah. by the end of this issue. Yeah. Um because it is it's a long interrogation scene. Yeah. Um and then, and then eventually we get a little bit towards the end, but it it sends you on a swerve. Uh when he's like, you know, only way you could really get your venom back to normal is if you go back to the home planet of, you know, Clintar. And, yeah. and there's only one person who's ever done that. And that's Flash Thompson. And, and he's, he's dead. dead. Yeah. And that's that's what freaks Eddie out more than anything. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that Flash Thompson is dead. And I think uh, it, it's this is the symbiote possibly reacting because I don't know that Eddie and Flash were ever buddy buddy. Yeah. They, yeah. There's not many Spider-Man I've read. You know, I have a little gap there that. Uh, late '90s, early 2000s, but um, it, did, uh, that's did how Flash, it ends. Did Flash go to Clintar before, like in Venom, yeah. Venomized Venom or something? Space like that? Night. Yeah, yeah Venom Space, 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 Space Night. Night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he got the symbiote not from Eddie. It was taken from Eddie when he got the symbiote. So there was no exchange where Eddie's like, you know, yeah, you take it, I'm done with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so but him finding out Flash Thompson is dead shocks him. That happened in the what Venom Inc. story uh, in Spider-Man? Yep, yeah. Which, which Venom was involved in, so I'm actually a little surprised he doesn't remember this. That's the um, thing. That's what that's what got me is that I thought that he actually, when reading Venom Inc. and things like that, for some reason I thought he knew. I thought yeah. that he knew. Uh, maybe he, that's something else the symbiote took from him. And what's you know, weird, it, though, and that's the thing, I think that they really are pointing out that there's a lot of missing memories for him, but the way it's played out it's weird because we kind of think that we remember, so it kind of throws that out. And, and even like you said, if it was the symbiote thinking that, I wish that that would be cool. Because if you had a little different word bubble, and they're like, "Oh, wait a second, you know yeah. what? This it maker's was the black wrong." Bubble with the it, white because text. the maker's yeah. just basically, hey, you know, that symbiote. It doesn't have any personality. It doesn't do. Blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, we see that only we know when he says Flash Thompson's dead, and it's actually the symbiote. That would have been cool. Like, oh, this. this guy doesn't realize the symbiote still it, it's playing possum or something like yeah. that which it kind of has before even in the series uh but yeah it, it just it's good i i didn't mind it i i did like the art a lot not as much as ryan stegman's but no, i think that the art not, was, was very good so, and yeah. and you, i have to give the art some sort of uh you know pass because you are really in an interrogation room for a lot but when it goes off <laughs> yeah, to show these scenes of oh you think you were captured you killed all my men and and that's the other thing we don't even know if that's true we don't know right. that what the yeah, maker's the maker saying talking yeah too. we don't but even know if that's filling true the blanks in. He, He's not a reliable narrator. No, and yeah. even like we followed, you know, your spew. What? What do you tell you? Know when you eat bullets and stuff? And yeah, it was such a weird way to spell it out and, and yeah. things the way it went. But yeah, and this whole deal of going to see his father and then hey, uh, you know, Dylan, get inside. Who is Dylan? <laughs> what is going on? Uh, but uh, yeah, and, and then it just ends up with the idea, like we said, the Flash Thompson reveal at the end and also that you see the symbiotes there it will protect eddie but he has no connection to it and yeah. it doesn't He's have like a you might be able to get it back you know through yeah. normal means and but eddie freaks not out likely. i mean eddie yeah. freaks out about anything with this and then what have you done and things like that but i don't know that as of this point i know enough or seen enough with the maker at one point eddie's like i thought shield was dead and i ah, don't worry about shield and all this the stuff. maker the maker has um it's a not 
entirely confusing history, but once the yeah. Ultimate Universe goes away, it, it's just scattered over so many yeah. different books. And I, I really don't, you know, it's not anything that I'm that intrigued with at the moment with him. And I just want Eddie, and I know it, it, this is a tough book to keep going just because what do you keep doing with, you know, the symbiote and this? So it's interesting. But I kind of just want him to kind of go off and have the symbiote and, you know, go and do some <laughs> stuff. Maybe, I mean, this might start a almost like a Space Knight deal where, you know, Eddie has to get back to Quintar, and that's pretty Eddie's cool. Eddie's the Space Knight. Yeah, man. that's hey, pretty cool. I was one of the biggest fans. I yeah. want to talk about Eric random books it. of fans. Yeah. I love Space Knight. Eric loved it, too. <laughs> It's like, I mean, I, I'm telling you that it was like a niche title that a lot of people liked. And uh, that sounds pretty cool going back to yeah. Quintar, but we'll see. And that would make sense why you set up the Quintar and all that stuff and the God and things like that. But what about you, Aaron? What do you think about this? Uh, I'm, I'm actually kind of a little negative on this one. Yeah. Uh, I was confused. I felt like I missed an issue from last issue. Uh, the you missed five weeks of issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, I remember every battling and getting thrown in the, the fire and yep. everything, but then when, once it, I mean, it was purposely trying to confuse you, so I don't really want to knock it too much. I'm with I mean, you, yeah. it, it had achieved it. Um, I don't know much about this Reed Richards. Uh, I, I think I've only experienced him once and that was in secret wars i want to yeah, say uh, he had a big hand in secret Wars. yeah um I, I i didn't mind him there here he seems a little bit different from there yeah um, this is this is it feels below his pay grade to be yeah, honest with you exactly he he's a he seems like he's working for somebody yeah and he's not really a guy to be working for somebody so, uh, but he's also trying to, he's a really manipulative person. So, I mean, maybe he's just manipulating us as he's manipulating yeah, yeah. him. Uh, I would put it past Kate's at all with that. Uh, I, I am a little more intrigued that Brandon said what he said at the end of this issue where it's possibly the symbiote that's saying it. Yeah. It's still buried down because I, I hope so because I, be awesome. I, I, I liked that. I like that aspect. I don't want to really see that go away. I was enjoying the, in the mind of the symbiote yeah. kind of thing going on. And we were getting a lot of information about the symbiote that I never knew before here. We only get something that I don't even know if, if it's true or they're just throwing it out there where he's hit, getting shot with the bullets and slime coming out of his mouth is how he uh, expels the bullets from his system. It's poop. It's venom poop. Yeah. And it's yeah, venom from, poop from, and from, it, his, from his mouth. And it was weird the way it was spelled like out. That like that South yeah. Park episode. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> So, uh, I'm probably going to go a, a positive six five because there it does raise a lot of, a lot of issues, but I I just wasn't really feeling this one as much. Yeah, I'm going as the I same. have previously. I'm going the same six five. I'm right on with you. Everything you said exactly. Uh, I this is that's very positive for yeah. just a sitting in a room yeah. issue. Pretty yeah, much, really. So. And uh, and with a uh, you know a different artist than what we were used to and things like that. So yeah, that is that is a very positive. And I'm going positive because I'm intrigued by what's going on. But this is definitely it's the first issue of a new arc. So we're starting this new deal. It's a lot of. Set 
setup and but it's even like to me it's almost like half the setup or we're not even it's like set up for the setup and yeah, yeah i was his a little hair confused grows weird too yeah it does. he's got a full beard a but full just beard but just just that. yeah yeah it's very odd uh but yeah i'm i'm intrigued but i was confused as well and i like the art a lot but you're in one room and things like that so yeah i'm going six five what about you brennan i'm just a little higher i'm just going seven uh, okay. i still like this series the maker as the quote-unquote possible villain here really intrigues me um but yeah this was uh stuck in a room issue and the only break really was the flashback to him going crazy for yeah. three weeks um which which i i dug i thought the artist did a good job when yeah. i was great job really great used job. to ryan stegman um just going out of this world with with the art this yeah, guy this did a good. good job filling in so 7.0 and, you know, a step above Hulk for me, but about even with the Avengers. All right. Say. Yeah. Uh, what is your book of the week, Brendan? Uh, I'm going Amazing Spider-Man number same, seven. That's something I here. never thought I would say. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, that's mine, too. What about you, Aaron? I think mine's Amazing Spider-Man yeah, also. Crazy, uh, isn't it? Maybe Avengers was a, a tie. So yeah. yeah. Those two. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually surprised. I'm pleasantly surprised that we're actually into Amazing Spider-Man as much as we are suddenly. And I mean, really, I think that this was probably one of our more positive episodes, even though we didn't, you know, give everything a 10 out of 10 like most people nowadays. Uh, <laughs> we still were pretty positive all around. Yeah. I think that means Eric Shea's not on here. Uh, you know, we don't have negative Nancy <laughs> Eric here to bring us, uh, you know, down. But, uh, I want to point out, we, we know that there's a couple other issues that came out this week we will be talking about them next week and it seems like the docket for next week will be captain america number four spider geddon number one x23 number five marvel zombie number one thor number six and venom annual number one we weren't really going to deal with annuals we'll probably read that beforehand obviously and then decide if yeah. we're going to do that so uh, you know it's still some beans we need to no, know about. I, I think that it's more of the uh, i read the solicit the solicit kind of points out of tales of the of the symbiote and, you know things from the past and things like that uh yeah yeah that's what they did with amazing spider-man that's what it seems so like the annual seem to be so we'll have to yeah. see but if it is kind of that we might skip that and kind of go with the reg because there's also shuri number one comes out and I actually am intrigued by that book because I like the character of Shuri, but I've disliked Black Panther so much. And <laughs> even if it's in space, uh, <laughs> it's kind of tainted me on anything Black Panther. So we'll check that out as well and, and see how that is and go with that. But well, that's... it seems like the Marvel's trying to do a lot of nostalgia building yeah, lately. Yeah. I mean, they're doing it with the X-Men Black books. Yep. They're doing it uh, with that Silver Surfer book that j was just the uh, other yeah. week. Um, so... We'll yeah, see. It's quite possibly the annual is just going to be a yeah. That's a, what a it fill. seems like, something like that. So if it is kind of a fill-in deal with that, we we we'll probably mention it, but we might not go full out into it. But that's it. Yeah. That's it for the podcast. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, you can go. I didn't even say at the beginning. You can go over to WS Marvel Comics on Twitter and talk to us there. Other than that, we just hang out. We're just hanging out like three guys, right? Three guys mm -hmm. hanging out, reading comics. Uh, well, with uh, our pants off, with our pants off, and getting. <laughs> 
yelled at by our significant others because now we're yeah. all married because Brandon has tied the knot. How's it? How's I it working it. out? How's it working out for you, Brandon? Uh, Brent's, Brent's gone it's, down from the roommate, hasn't yeah, it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It certainly has. And insurance has gone up, and cell phone bills have oh, gone up. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Wait till taxes. <laughs> yeah, really. But yeah, there we go. Where there's three married guys uh, reading comics. But yeah, we'll be back again next Wednesday. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you then.